Welcome to Design Your Vision, a podcast exploring how design can help women to reach their personal, financial, and business goals so we can each live well. I'm Caitlin. I specialize in design and creative communication, and this podcast is an extension of that work. A different format, a different tool, the same end goal. So step into my studio and let's dive in. Let's start with my philosophy. I believe that we all have the right to live well in whatever way that looks for each of us. I don't buy into the culture of hustling or burning the candle at both ends, but instead I feel steadfast in seeking out a more holistic, considered, and thoughtful approach to life and business. That isn't to say there aren't moments for sprinting, but those moments aren't our whole lives. Our professional and financial goals are a part of our bigger lives, and I know I'm not alone in this. And here's how I got here. In 2013, a fresh graduate, I began my postgrad course in Renaissance and Early Modern Studies at the University of Edinburgh. I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. I wanted to be a curator at a museum or an art gallery. I've loved art and stories and history for as long as I can remember, and I was throwing my whole self into this pursuit. I wanted to work in this field that had so few jobs very badly. That year, I was fortunate enough to intern at the National Galleries of Scotland. The role I applied for was a digital content curator, even though I didn't fully know what that meant. But I knew it was the room I wanted to be in with the people I wanted to work with, so it was the place for me. I was very excited when I was offered that internship. A few months in, I loved going to the gallery. I loved the feeling and the idea of it. But I didn't love the work. I spent a good chunk of my time writing about art history for the website, and while I enjoyed the research component, it was really just okay. It didn't give me the jolt of excitement I had expected. I didn't look forward to it, I just did it. When people asked me how it was, I said I loved it. The truth is, I did love the feeling it gave me. Interning at such a big institution felt prestigious, it made me feel worthwhile which in hindsight, I believe I was confusing with the feeling of having purpose. After writing the content for the website came something that did excite me, organizing and creating the content that would accompany the text on the website. I chose the right paintings and pictures to communicate the text. I spent far too long choosing the right colors for the background and text that went with the theme and imagery. I was very into this. My senses were piqued. I didn't realize it then, but I was designing. I was not just enjoying this, but I felt the importance of telling this artist's story through these minimal visuals I had control over. With hindsight, I can see patterns previously. In an old internship at an art gallery, when I was asked to create posters for an opening event, I became engrossed in the task in a way that the gallery installation never did. Visual design, or at least the very basic beginnings of it, was something that had always been there for me, but it was beginning to become more clear. After I graduated, I took the first job I could find in the arts. I needed employment. I also learned to use design software and spent more time exploring design. A few months into the job, the role above me became vacant. I applied. I didn't get it. I felt that sting of rejection we feel even with things we don't truly want. 
That night, after a bit of crying and feeling sorry for myself, I made a list. I remember this so vividly. A list of what I wanted to do, the skills I wanted to work on, and how I could do those things in my current role with positive outcomes for all. I went back into work the next day, and when called in to speak with the manager, I set out my intentions. I could use my skill set in digital content, marketing, and design with more purpose to move things forward. I had a plan, and because the arts are underfunded, and possibly because of my sheer determination, and possibly because the manager felt sorry for me, I was given the okay. This wasn't an official job change, but I took it as confirmation that I could focus more on that side of things, so that's what I did. The next few years, I spent more time designing purposefully. I sought out any opportunity I had to design from posters and flyers to websites and logos. My experience in writing and online content informed a lot of what I did. This was useful insight to have. I read books, took online classes, learned from the people around me, but it still wasn't technically my full-time job. Throughout this time, I felt a bit lost. What was I working towards? I wasn't sure. To work full-time in a design agency? That didn't necessarily feel right. If that didn't feel right, then should I go back into art history? These questions rolled around my head. I considered getting my PhD, I started a cultural history podcast, I explored printmaking, illustration, and letterpress. I knew I was engaging with design in a way that felt right, but I didn't know where that would take me. At around 26, I felt like I was having an identity crisis wrapped up in what work I was doing, and I felt stuck, like I couldn't find my way forward. I also strongly felt that full-time employment wasn't for me. I like to work, but I hated the feeling of someone else owning my time. I hated the feeling of watching the clock from 4 to 5 p.m. because I just don't work well in those hours. So much felt right and yet so much felt wrong at this time. I decided it was a good idea to change jobs. Perhaps that would help with the feeling of being stuck. I was offered some very dull jobs in design where I'd be doing things like making newsletters every week. But instead, I moved into a marketing job at a big institution. Within a month, I was not only doing the marketing for, but designing a pretty large campaign. Even though the design side still wasn't technically my job, but with a decent portfolio of experience and more gumption than I realized I had, I kept pushing to design. Alongside this job, I was spending huge amounts of my time designing brand identities and websites. I was on my laptop working in bed late at night and on the bus ride into work the next day. I took on far more than one person should, but I just couldn't stop. I wanted any brand design work I could find. I was obsessed by it. I learned so much with each project I took and I didn't want that to stop. A few months into doing the job and working outside of work, I was hugely burnt out and I went through a period of immense anxiety the kind that stops you in your track and makes daily life difficult. Something certainly had to change. At this point, I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't sure if it was possible for me. I wanted to keep doing the work I was fitting into weekends, evenings, and bus rides, but all day long. I wanted to own my own time, to learn in the environment I liked learning in, which was not the 9 to 5 workplace. I wanted to be self-employed, and I wanted to keep designing. At the end of 2019, I quit my full-time job. I went to visit my family in Arizona for American Thanksgiving and then took December to recalibrate. I spent time with friends and charted a route forward. I took the plunge into self-employment. 
I didn't have enough design clients in the beginning to fully sustain myself, so I took on a longer-term freelance marketing contract to fit in alongside it. I don't think this is spoken about enough, how to make self-employment work for you and your circumstances. It doesn't always look like just one thing. It can often look like piecing together different contracts, different skill sets, different ways of working. And that's how I came to design and self-employment. I still take on longer term contracts alongside shorter ones. I've taught small workshops and I've just launched a Skillshare class. I've also just launched an online shop of bespoke Squarespace templates and I'm developing other design resources for business owners and entrepreneurs. Just like the seasons of the year, my own weeks and months and years look different. I've now been working in marketing and design for the past seven years. At the intersection of both of these, I found the current purpose of my work. The strategy of marketing paired with the problem solving of design mixed with the expressiveness of art. These are the tools I use and the ones I'm dedicated to continual growth in. This is my craft, my work. I do this work because I enjoy it, and also because it helps me to fulfill a larger purpose. I want to continually establish and grow a life and business that's right for me, and I want to help others to do so too. I want to help as many smart and creative women as I can with this. As women in today's world, we're constantly sorting through our priorities, seeking a balance between our creative practice, personal goals, family life, love life, friendships, professional goals, financial goals, the list goes on. We usually have a vision of what we want our life to look like. Imperfect, of course, but what's right for us in the current season of our life? Through my years of experience, I know that design can be used to help us reach our big goals and achieve our visions. This goes for personal, financial, professional, and creative goals. And of course, many of our goals will be a mix of these. Design helps us to reach our goals by solving problems. From big problems, like needing a website to attract the right customers, to the seemingly small problems that have a big impact on our day-to-day, like how to organize things visually to help you work easier and save time. These are all problems with design solutions, and these solutions stack up and help us to reach our goals, in turn helping us to live well. This podcast is an extension of my design work. A different format, a different tool, the same end goal. So what can you expect? Any helpful tool, tip, or piece of knowledge I have in my design and self-employment arsenal will be shared. I'll cover things within the topics of website design, brand design, and brand strategy, and I'll also branch out into related topics if I believe it will help. I'll share resources I find useful and discuss questions I don't yet have answers to. The episode length will vary. I'll keep some episodes short and sweet while some will dive deeper. Brevity matters. You are busy people, so the length will be tailored to the topic. Design is made to solve problems, so if you have any issues you want explored, just send them over. You can find my details in the description box. I believe design can help us to achieve our goals and live well, so let's explore that together. Subscribe if you want to hear the latest episode or check back when you want to dip in and out. Take care and thanks for listening.